on this Thursday, the memorial of Our Lady of Lords, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. From that place, Jesus went off to the district of Tyre. He entered a house and wanted no one to know about it, but he could not escape notice. Soon, a woman whose daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him. She came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she begged him to drive the demon out of her daughter. He said to her, Let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied and said to him, Lord, even the dogs under the table eat the children's scraps. Then he said to her, For saying this, you may go. The demon has gone out of your daughter. When the woman went home, she found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. The Gospel of the Lord. When someone is healed by Jesus, gratitude immediately springs up, unbidden. And gratitude always translates into actual service. This is how Sunday's Gospel put it. Jesus approached, grasped her hand, and helped her up. Then the fever left her, and she waited on them. Service, that vocation we discover we carry within, that inner call to do something for others, in brief, to love, is genuine and lasting when it is anchored in the recognition that we were the ones to be healed and filled with grace in the first place. If that were not the case, service wouldn't be a way of life, but it would simply be an activity among the very many things we did. Many people serve within the church, but not all of them do so as the result of having acknowledged that they were healed. This is what happened to Peter's mother-in-law. What she did is truly a coming out of ourselves, as the Word of God invites and impulses us to do. That is something that takes place throughout our lives, not just for a weekend. An act of charity, an apostolate, an activity we do for others, these things make the soul of the church and keep it alive and awake. If we Christians did only what is mandatory, then this beautiful family wouldn't grow, wouldn't extend, because they wouldn't be loving after all. You and I were saved. Did you know that? One way or another, we were saved. And if we don't devote our lives to lending selfless service, it means we're useless at being of use, or we aren't living our lives to the fullest. Those who don't come out of themselves to serve others haven't yet perceived Jesus' healing in their hearts. Only a mother knows what her children feel when they suffer. We men can hardly experience this, no matter how hard we try. We may say, I understand you, but we're different, and we feel differently. In today's glimpses of the gospel, as is often in the case in the word of God, the figure of a suffering woman appears, one whose love, faith, and hope could hardly be imagined. We males should profoundly admire women because of this. This is a gift nature didn't grant us. We can only marvel at it and try to pray for it in some way. We can't live our faith without that feminine dimension. That is why loving Our Lady, the Holy Virgin, 
is so essential to us, to all of us. I wanted to tell you something. Some days ago, I was blessed with the opportunity to say the prayer for the dead for a 30-year-old young man who had taken his own life. He hung himself. It was terrible. This is something for which there are no words. I said I was blessed to have the opportunity of being there, because being there for that family at such a moment is a gift from God. That's how I perceived it. I didn't know the man's family, only one of his relatives. But I was grateful to be there, as I'd never been grateful in my life. I didn't look at my watch. Time didn't matter. After saying the prayer for the dead that priests are required to say, I held a vessel with holy water in my hands, said the words of blessing for the deceased, and asked the father, who was standing by the casket, to do likewise, to sprinkle his son's body with holy water and lay a flower that I took from a nearby wreath on the body. The young man had three sisters who were also standing by, shattered. The mother was sitting in dejection, her head down, unwilling to participate. The first great gesture that moved me was that of one of the sisters. She replaced the simple flower I had pulled from the wreath with a beautiful rose she was holding. That was a true sign. After that, the other sisters repeated the gesture. Suddenly, a deafening silence came over us. It was the mother's turn. I didn't want to force her, but I felt that it was necessary for her to participate and that she could do it. I looked at the sisters and encouraged them to invite her. It was then that a procession of love started. The daughters approached the mother, held her by the arms, and helped her to her feet. Our eyes were fixed upon them, but we stood in sacred silence. The mother walked up to the casket and did the farewell ritual. Then she stood by her son's side, full of love, resting her hand on his, as if she didn't ever wish to leave. I did the same. I rested my hands on hers and her son's. I couldn't say a word. It was then that a dialogue started, one full of faith. Those present could hardly hear anything. I couldn't possibly retell it. It was so long and profound. Jesus' words today brought this moment to memory. I think Jesus would have told this mother, so full of faith and love, For saying this, you may go. In a brief moment, as we stood by her recently deceased son, that lady taught me everything. The only thing I could say was, I only ask a favor of you. Please don't get mad at God. Among the many beautiful things this family said, one of the answers was, Father, I have more faith than ever. Only a mother can answer that. Only Jesus could comfort her. I would like to meet that mother again and tell her what I think Jesus would tell her. For saying this, you may go. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain forever.